What is up and welcome in to the latest, greatest Easy Smoking the GM podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined as always by my co-host. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He plays second base there. He was all swack. He's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got the NFL draft guru. He's a legend in his own right. NCAA football, EA Sports legend. <laughs> He's Glenn yeah. Morgan. He's our GM. <laughs> Fellas, what's going on? What'd it be like? What'd it be like? How you feel? Life is, um, not, too, life is not too great right now. Oh, things, wow. were, things, things were going really good today. I was, yeah. I was having a good day. Yep. And then at about 4.30 oh. in the afternoon, <laughs> I get word that my Chicago Bears. There we go. There we go. Russell Wilson, right? Not Russell Wilson. Not Russell Wilson. Sean Watson. They got Deshaun Watson. They didn't trade for Deshaun Watson. Uh, Hell, we didn't didn't even get Ryan Fitzpatrick. We didn't get Fitzpatrick. (laughs) We didn't get Winston. We didn't get Tyrod Taylor. We didn't get Jacoby Brissett. We got a draft pick, right? We moved up with trade with the Jets. We didn't trade with anybody. We didn't get Sam Darnold. We got Andy freaking Dalton. AD, baby. We got AD, right? Oh, oh no, not, not Anthony Davis, the, the, the wrong AD. <laughs> wrong, a- oh man, oh, wrong sport, wrong mm. AD. That man, man, man. I, I, I was speechless, man. Yo, come on now, give speechless. Andy Dalton, give Andy Dalton respect. His first five years in the pros, he took the Cincinnati Bengals to the playoffs. Now I know he didn't win a game. I know, I know, I know, but he got him to the playoffs. That was ten years ago. That was ten years ago. Man. <laughs> He had his chance last year to to prove himself that he was still a good quarterback in this league when Dak got hurt in an awful division in in the, the in the NFC least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the offensive had, line was hurt. He had yes, COVID. They were hurt. He he was battling back with COVID. But 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 but, but he Zeke still Elliott had a few weapons. Play. Zeke was playing. He yeah. had Zeke in his backfield. Yeah, he was there, but was he really playing? He had he had a couple of he had some receivers. Yes, he had some receivers. Yeah, a horrible and, defense. Well, no, I'm not okay. Yeah, that was a horrible defense. Okay, yeah. it, it maybe it was had maybe it was issues in Dallas. Maybe it was, but 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 they were still able to come through when when Dak was playing and when and when Andy Dalton got in there, the team basically went to shit. And so why, why now would you say okay, we need a quarterback and yeah. Andy Dalton is going to be the guy. Let's give him ten million dollars. That makes zero sense to me. I, I that, it, oh, whoa, whoa! You got to pay somebody something. I mean, even if you got Fitzpatrick, you was going to pay ten million dollars. I would have been like, fine. Yeah. I would have been fine paying Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick really, really showed up last season. Really, that four and three record was scintillating, huh? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, four and three. Wow. What was Andy Dalton? Andy Dalton was a robust four and five. Come on, man. <laughs> man, it's uh, playing against the New York Giants. It's it's for me. It's like, do these guys do do these guys care that that they're on the hot seat, or are they on the hot seat? They may not be. Or are they on the damn hot seat? They That's may not the be. question for me. They aren't, but one of them is. Which I one? Say, I would say the head coach is on the hot seat. How the hell is he on the hot seat, not the GM? 
Um, well, because and we've gone over this before, I think we played by episode three and five. We can pull those back up. But basically, if you're Ryan Pace, and this is what I said, if I'm his, if I'm his lawyer, I'm making a case for Ryan Pace. I brought in talent, and you've done nothing with that talent. How do I know I brought in talent? Look at Leonard Floyd. He just got 60-some-odd million for four years. Apparently, he's good somewhere. You look at the tight end that I drafted in the second round. I don't see a second-round pick. No, but the Dolphins re-upped him. What's that mean? That just means that I drafted talented players, and you've done nothing with them. I've got a quarterback who I drafted and moved up okay. for to get, hey. who you who you've refused to coach. You won't coach him, and you won't adjust your offense to his talents. And even with that, the quarterback playing in a, in a, in a formation and a scheme that doesn't suit his abilities, and he's still gone 29 and 21. And we've been in the playoffs two out of three years. So we have some talent there. You're just not coaching them up. And there have been a couple other players that seem to have done better since they've left Chicago. They, weren't a, they weren't a playoff team last year. They went to the playoffs. They, yeah, they were in but, because but, they but, but yes, the but here, but here, but, but to my point, the reason why they got into the playoffs is because Coach Nagy, the head coach, the offensive guru and genius, stopped calling the plays, and Bill Lazor started calling the plays, and the offense became something that was more suitable to Trubisky's skills. And granted, they played some bad teams, but they won those games, got the five hundred, they got in the playoffs, not because they were doing it Nagy's way. Okay, Nagy's so way, you, they were under five hundred. If you believe in this guy, why why not bring him back then? Bring who back? Trubisky. I'm not saying that. The point that I'm making is we're, we're talking about why would the GM be back as opposed to the head coach? And yeah, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying if, if your GM believes that, then he should bring back Trubisky then. Well, no, we, we've – Trubisky doesn't want to come back. We've I've, I've, I've tied myself to this head coach who made me believe that Trubisky was a problem going into the season. Why do I know that? Why do we know that? Because they didn't re-up his fifth-year option before the season began. Right. So when they didn't do that, they pretty much told Trubisky, we don't have faith in you. But we're we're trying to see, and he starts out 2-0, and because I won't give him 3-0, and because Duke came in, Foles came in and saved that Atlanta game. But he starts off undefeated. Then it starts, you know, uh, Foles takes over, wins a game, loses a game, and then starts going down the crapper. You bring back in Trubisky, and now Trubisky's like, I'm just playing for me at this point. So you've kind of burnt that bridge to some degree. That's why Trubisky's not. That's a big reason why Trubisky's not coming back. If I'm okay. Trubisky, I, I don't put faith in this Bears organization because they haven't put faith in me from his point of view. Okay, so I, here's, here's... I, I get that. My question is, why is he still available? Why is Trubisky still available? Yeah, because there isn't a team that his skill set fits where he can be a starter. See, Trubisky's mind. He's still a starter. Other teams are saying like, mm, "We'll bring you as a backup," and there's no rush to bring you in as a backup. Because we can either draft a quarterback or – and when I say bring you in as a backup, it's a matter of money at this point. Just keep in mind, the salary cap has dropped. So right now, backup quarterbacks, unless you're the Saints, for the most part, backup quarterbacks aren't the jure de, de, jure de force right now. You know, you're you're trying to find other positions that you, that you need to fill. So backup quarterback, you can bring Trubisky in, you know, once you figure out how much more money you have left in your cap. So you're going well, to address some other positions. The Texans signed uh, Tyrod Taylor today. Right, but in signing Tyrod Taylor, Miami Miami signed uh, Brissett. Brissett. Right. I'm not saying everybody feels that way. I'm just saying that you know those are two teams out of 32 or out of out of okay. 29. I guess. Here's my here's my issue. All right. They knew last year 
before the season started that they weren't going to bring back Trubisky for his fifth year option, right? Yes. Okay. There seems to me on the outside looking in, I'm not, I'm not in the offices at, at, in Lake Forest all the time, you know, well, never. <laughs> I'm sorry, never. But um, there seems to be no real plan what? on who the, on who the quarterback would be coming into this year. All right, oh, they got they plan. got lucky. No, no, there's no there's no plan at all. They got no. lucky. They got lucky that for some strange reason, um, Deshaun Watson falls out of favor with the Texans. Yeah, and, we saw that coming. And Russell Wilson goes on a Dan Patrick show and says, yeah, I'm not feeling it here in, uh, in Seattle. And then his agent comes out with, yeah, we'd love for him to, you know, if there were four teams out there, you'd go to the bears would be one of them. Right. Okay. So that, that opened up, that opened up some type of window for, for the bears management to try to go and get a quarterback. Right. If that didn't happen, well, don't forget that didn't happen between the Lions and the Rams too. That changed some things too. That didn't change much. No, I'm saying, but it, it it put it put it out there that hey, this is a year where quarterbacks are starting to be moving around. Move. Yeah, yeah. They were kinda... they were they were talking about like 18 quarterbacks. Okay, that's fine. But they right. but they knew they knew that that Stafford wasn't they they weren't going to be able to deal for Stafford. They weren't going to deal him in the division, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They they knew that. Okay. Yeah, I, I still I still have a. a but a, even with all with all that with all that right. movement that 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 could have happened. They end up with Andy freaking Dalton. Well, don't forget, it was a weak free agency class with quarterbacks too going in with Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick and Jameis Winston being your headliners. Okay. It definitely so, was but, weak. But, it definitely but, was weak. But okay. I still say there was a clear plan. And I'll let you know what it is in a moment. But I just, all, right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. You end up with Dalton, right? Yeah, right, right. Jameis Winston would have been a better option than, than Andy Dalton. Would you agree with that? Arguably. Okay. How does Jameis Winston end back up with, with New Orleans? A team that when Drew Brees went down and the backup was Winston, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. said, no, nah, we're good. You you continue to sit down. We're going to go with Hill the rest of the way, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they give him a one-year deal yeah. to battle for the job in New Orleans, right? Sure. How can the Bears not beat that offer? Now we don't know if they if they if they did or didn't. But Bears Bears were never going to go after Winston. Never. Okay. Never ever never never ever never never. In a situation just, with with a with a with a with never a so-called ever, weak never, free agent quarterback class. Never ever. That probably should have been the best your 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 bet at that point. See, and that's the and that's the problem. Never ever because Winston is an image problem for them and they don't go after those type of players at that type of, at that, at that high profile position, they would never have gone after Winston. That stuff happened, happened almost 10 years ago. You preaching to the choir. I'm telling you how the bears have always been. You got that kind of mark on you. They don't go after it particularly, particularly over the last, after they went after that one defensive end for the 49ers. Ray, Ray McDonald. Right, and they turn around and had a domestic issue that was proven to be not what they thought it was, but just the onus of that, and they're like, "Nope, don't want to do that." Well, that's ridiculous. If if, uh, that, if that's the reason, that's ridiculous. Well, we're talking about the organization that moved up to draft Trubisky and it completely whiffed on Watson and didn't even spend time with them 
after his pro day and didn't even, you know, do the their whole due diligence with that. So it's not this is not shocking. But they did have a plan. I'm trying to let you know they had a plan. Tell me what the plan was. Right. Apparently, and I, and I, I, I don't mean to sound condescending when I say this, so I apologize if it comes across that way to, 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 to both my, my co-hosts <laughs> here. But I'm just curious if you guys are up on your Greek mythology. Anybody? Bueller? 1812? Anybody up in their Greek mythology? Are you turning this to a history uh, no. class? <laughs> I'm interested Greek, to learn. I'm interested if you, to if you up on your Greek mythology, you know the story of Odysseus. Odysseus yes, and the Cyclops. I've read, yeah, I've read about uh, that. Yeah, yes, I do I know that. Right. Yeah, I do know that. And, and, right. And basically, with, when, when Odysseus, they got him and his boys got trapped in a cave by the Cyclops. He had them trapped in the cave. Only he can move the boulder back. They spiked his wine, got him drunk, and then they poked him in the eye. But all along, he kept asking them, you know, who they were. And Odysseus kept saying, my name is nobody. So that when they finally got free because the giant was trying to find him, he put, moved the boulder back and he starts screaming out to his brothers, I got poked in the eye. They poked me in the eye. And his brother said, who did it? Nobody. He said, nobody did it. <laughs> That's the Bears plan. Their plan was for nobody. <laughs> and the Bear fans are the ones poked in the eye. That's their plan. Man. Yes, dude, I Man. completely agree. That's... This is this is the most insane, idiotic, Here he moronic franchise with there these dudes go. at the helm that any of us has ever seen. We are a laughing stock, not just across the NFL, but across all media. Man. I've seen CBS guys going at us. I've seen the, our own NBC guys with PFT go after us. I've seen everyone just snickering. I saw Michael Wilbon just basically go sound off. just like me, just go off. Go because off. Because it, it is idiotic. Do you realize that this guy, Pace, who is in charge of everything, has spent $18 million on Mike Glennon, mm-hmm. $17 million on Nick Foles because there's a cap hit riding along with that. And you want to know what the win total is for those two? Oh, over, what, $36 million roughly? Or roughly $36 million? No, 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 not two games. Just one. No, no. Combine their three and eight. Yeah. <laughs> Combine <laughs> their three and eight. Three and eight for $36 million roughly, approximately. And now you sign a guy who had a record last year of four or five. You signed him with $10 million. That's your better option. It's like they don't want to have a job. Man. But, here's, <laughs> but, but I, I tell you, I'm sorry. I'll tell you why they signed him, and I'll shut up. They signed Dalton mainly because that's the best, best free agent that they can find out there. But there is a tie between him and Bill Lazor. Lazor, who was calling plays last year's offensive coordinator. So, so you said they're, they're collaborating. Yes, there's a bit of a history there. And then when that history, those two seasons, 2017 and 2018, I believe, that uh, Bill Lazor was calling uh, plays for Dalton and the Bengals, Dalton put up 46 touchdown passes in those two years, 23 interceptions. So you got two-to-one interception touchdown ratio, which is okay, and almost 6,000 yards, like 5,800-plus yards. Now, his record during that time with the Bengals, scintillating 12 and 15. So once again, we have spent – Double-digit million dollars on a guy who cannot win games. So, yes, somehow these are the guys that the organization brought back to give him a chance because he's growing into the position. seems like he's growing to making the same damn mistakes he's always been making. Hmm. It is ridiculous. And nobody, nobody out there believes that the head coach, Nagy, can do anything in terms of turning in one or having any type of offense that's conducive to competing in the NFL. Nobody. I heard Keyshawn Johnson laughing about that. There's no way in hell Russell Wilson was coming here. Why the hell should he leave Lockett and um, uh, Metcalf 
and in a, in a decent defense and a defense or decent organization where he's winning double digit games to come to Chicago. Yeah. Why? Because it's because it's a nice city. Get the yeah. Out of here with that crap, man. It's not a nice city in the dead of winter. It's not. So I don't think that's a big reason just to come to Chicago because it's it's a nice city. It's got great food and great culture. Sorry, man. That that crap went out back in the eighties. Yeah, man. This is this is it's 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 hard to stomach, man. It's hard to stomach. Just like you said, we're the laughing stock of of the world right now. <laughs> One of my good friends, he's a diehard cowboy fan. He was a college teammate of mine. He's a diehard Cowboys fan. He's one of them cowboy fans who one of them unrealistic cowboy fans. And he is not the biggest fan of Dak Prescott. Wow. And so when when it was looking like Dak might hold out on the franchise last year, he was like, man, we got Andy Dalton. We gonna be a hype, man. Andy Dalton can do this, can do that. Andy Dalton can do that. Then when Dak got hurt, and see, we got Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton wins some games here, there, boom. Now, now he's tagging me in posts on Facebook because my team got Andy Dalton. And it's now a big ass joke, you know, like, but like, it's, it's frustrating. It's well, frustrating. Here's the deal. If, if Andy Dalton was the answer, you had a chance to go get Andy Dalton last season. Last that was year. that was exactly. when I thought we should have got him. Yeah, but instead, that's when instead, I thought we should have got him. You 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 gave up a fourth round pick for Foles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gave him twenty one million dollars. <laughs> and now the oh. next year, yeah, we're gonna go get Andy Dalton. Now. And now we have two battered, broken up QB ones, huh? Well, Andy Dalton's not that broken up. He may be, you know, he never broke game, but he's physically okay. Is he? He hasn't had any big injuries. Is he mentally okay? Well, I can't attest to someone's <laughs> mental faculties. But, I mean, he's, he's he'll be in a system that he's familiar with, so there is that upside. <laughs> it's it's just like, like... Is he? Like, like, like it, it's crazy. It's like, dude, like, clearly these guys don't care. Clearly Pace don't care about his job. Clearly, and I know I've and I know I've said on here before, like, man, the Bears should really entertain the idea of getting Theo. And I know I was told that you know you got to get a football guy in that GM position. <clears throat> was Ryan Pace ever a football guy? I mean, well, he, he played was, he played at, at East Illinois. He was brought up in the ranks, you know, <laughs> in, 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 in terms of being football acclimated. And listen, Look, dude. He's making you. decisions that I believe my five-year-old can make. I, man, <clears throat> they should have just hired me. It didn't take a rocket scientist to know who to draft. <laughs> it didn't take. It didn't take it. It didn't take it. Like, and 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 you're constantly bringing in <coughs> these QBs that are that are dumb. That, like. Like what? What is our future? What is there, our there future? Isn't one. There isn't one. Well, no. Hold on now. Hold on now. As of right now, because things could change. But as of right now, you guys, as, as per usual, you guys are always looking at the negative side of things. I got to bring you back full circle. You ain't said nothing positive yet. Oh, I'm about to. I'm about to. The, sign, the signing of Andy Dalton. I did feel good about that. One aspect. What? Because it tells you we're going to draft the quarterback? It told me we didn't lose any draft picks. Okay. And yeah. not just draft picks for this year, 
we didn't lose any. More importantly, draft picks for next year after these crumb bums are going to let go. Yeah, exactly. That, that is because, that is something that stood this, out to me. This is what I was worried about. This is what I was worried about. Right quick, this is what I was worried about. I was worried that in in in, in the efforts. In a, in a desperate effort to save their jobs because they're looking yeah. really desperate yeah. that they were going to mortgage 2023, 2022 yeah. or 2023 first round draft picks and maybe any other subsequent draft picks just to try and save their jobs by yeah. getting someone like Russell or Watson, which getting them's nice, but then they wouldn't have crap else to be able to put around them because they'd have to pay those guys and they wouldn't have the free agency money to get the free agents and they wouldn't have the draft picks in order to get the bodies they need. So that would have put them in a quandary. So Signing Dalton, I was like, ooh, okay, we still got this year's picks, and as of now, next year's picks, at least the first-round picks, first pick. And hopefully if these yeah. crumb bumps are gone, our, okay. our mortgage, our future yeah. won't be completely. Here's, here's the next question. I, yeah. if, 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 if they are gone, who's, who's selecting the next, the, next, uh, uh, the next front office? Oh, well, clearly we know who's going to do that, dude. Do we? Yes. Remember they they wait, wait, wait this is this will be uh the third in in just over a decade, right? It'll you be fired, some you fired be... Angelo, you fired Angelo yeah, yeah. and you went out and 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 Ted Phillips hired Phil Emery on his own, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. 2 years later, well, 3 years later, 3 years later you fire Emery and then you say, "Okay, I'm 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 not competent enough to uh mm-hmm. Uh, to hire a general manager, right. Ernie let Corsi, me go get Ernie Corsi. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. Right, well, actually, I thought it made sense. I was like, "Yeah, that's good." Sure, sounds good. Ernie Ernie Corsi brings you this clown. <laughs> yes, I, I, we already know who's going to make the decision next year. Who? Some obscure, enigmatic third party. <laughs> Dude, no clue. I, I really don't. I, look, I, I said this before. I really think, aside from talking to Ernie Acorsi, which, you know, he's about, you know, 95 years old, but I really think the Bears and, and you know, the McCaskey who's in charge and making decisions really needs to sit down for real, for real with organizations like the Steelers and the Ravens, but primarily some of these organizations and, and, and the Hunts, these these. Supposedly he does. Old. Supposedly he does. Yeah, yeah. He said uh, in the last press conference that he uh, he has a very close relationship with the Roonies and the Maras, and, and that and he that what? he goes to them for those. And he things, needs for, to for reevaluate that because clearly, well, they've been lying to him. clearly they're they're feeding off his negligence. I'm saying so. What, what's he gonna do? <laughs> and they're and um, they're and they're feeding him a bunch of BS, and they're laughing well. at him. Well, it's a shame that they don't listen to the Easy Smoke of the GM podcast because we man. could clearly give them a heads up on at least keeping it simple. I mean, they overthink things, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, man. It's, I mean, if you look at the Steelers, the Ravens, uh, I know I always keep saying these teams, even teams like Tennessee to some degree, but some of these organizations that have been very good for a long time, they don't overdo it. They don't overdip into free agency and they don't overdraft in terms of, you know, uh, making a whole bunch of trades to give up draft picks. They pretty much have the same five to six, seven draft picks every year, pretty much retain their first round draft picks. I mean, even when they got uh, Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, they dipped out of the first round, then dipped back into the first round. And they had two first round picks that year. So, I mean, that's, that's like the most movement like you've seen the Ravens do is moving their draft picks around. Even that was done. So to get, you know, some quality picks. So I think they just need to keep it simple, but, you know, I don't know, man. Just thinking about draft, like 
this dude was really scared that Trubisky was going to be gone. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. John Lynch panicked him into trading up to get Trubisky. When you had you had three really good quarterbacks that supposedly <sighs> Like, so if like one, if 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 Trubisky was gone, you just pick the next guy. Like, right at that point, you still had you would have had still had two left because yeah. the, the Browns made that choice with Garrett. So already you know right then and there, you got one of three. You got you got you got you got, you got a shot at getting two out of the three would be your option. You, you like, at, at worst, and he and he and he doubled down on this decision. Like he traded up. What were we? We were four, right? No, he, we were three. We, we were three. Three. Yeah, he traded up one spot. So he traded up one spot yeah. and lost a third round. Lost two third round picks, technically, out of that one. To go from three to two. What the mm-hmm. fuck? To get Trubisky, your guy, man. And 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 now, Trubisky is sitting around <laughs> hoping the team is going to even pick him up. Like hey, somebody, somebody I'm sure, I'm sure someone will. But he's just sitting around waiting now, watching Tyrod Taylor off a of punctured lung get a, get a one year deal and stuff like that. Well, like, yeah, you know the Texans are going to do whatever they can and make to look as non racist as possible. Yeah. They are any and everybody black. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, oh, they golly, are. man, this is this is crazy. I, I actually made a post today on the fact that you know what, I'm glad. Cause they said the Bears actually offered Seattle uh, a good, a, a pretty, pretty sure. decent offer, and yeah. Seattle told them that they're not trading Russell Wilson. And you know what? I'm glad that no one is willing to help this bum. <laughs> His job does not deserve to be saved. So I do look at it on the other side, like GM was saying with. Uh, Dalton only has one year. Now, what will be a nightmare is these mugs make a run and somehow get into the playoffs <laughs> again, and that that will be the nightmare. I don't think we have to worry about that. I, I hope we don't. Because I'll say this: mm-hmm. I I don't think Donald I don't think Dalton is as trash as everyone. Hey, hey here's trace him to be. Unless unless Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. I mean, we don't have to win a division to unless, get the playoffs. Well, I'm, just, I'm just saying, <laughs> unless Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, you're not winning the division. So you're starting off in second place as it is. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. Seven teams make the playoffs, though. New New Orleans may – they're not going to be the same. Nope. Minnesota. The Saints, okay, they're not going to be the same with Breeze. They'll be better than Bears. Are we sure? Maybe. I know. For, I know for certain. Are they going to beat Tampa twice this year in the division? They could beat them once. No, they are not. I don't know, dude. They're they not beat them once. They're not beating them at all. They've lost a little depth. They can beat them at all. They're not beating them at all. They beat them twice year. last year. Yeah, and 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 the Bucks now this the Bucks won the Super Bowl. So what? Beat them in the playoffs. They're they're. They have Tom Brady on that team. He remembers everything. Man. He's going to make sure they don't get a taste of anything in a regular season this year. I don't see them beating the Bucks at all next year. They they won't beat the Bucks at all. Okay, but they'll get a wild card. <laughs> I, I, I I bet you. I, I don't I don't know about that. You you're thinking about the whole NFC West. Um, 
That, that's, that's the toughest that, division. That's another, okay. They might that's, get three that's, teams. That's in. another three teams the right NFC there. West. Yeah. They might. Right. I'm, I'm just saying the Bears. The Bears will have a lesser schedule, so to speak, than the than the Saints to some degree. Will they? Uh, that might that yeah. might help them. Yeah. The Saints will have a first yeah, the place Saints schedule. Finish. Yes. Saints, Saints have, have a first, first place, place schedule. schedule. Yep. Bears have a. The Bears have a second place. place schedule. They finish second in the division. Okay. The, the best second place team we play is the Bucks. So yeah. And we beat them last year. <laughs> That's true. Okay, let me, let me think, ask you this. Let I don't me, think we're going to beat them ask, this let year. Ask, let me ask you this. Coming in, coming into week one, who's who's the starting quarterback? Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. Andy Dalton. You think Andy if, Dalton if, beats out? If, if everything stays the same, Andy Dalton is the starting quarterback. I, I think he's what you guys – He's better than Nick Foles. Yes. I think – and Nick Foles is – here's the thing. This is going to sound really bad. And you're really going to be pissed off at me. And you're going to be unhappy because your worst nightmare is probably going to happen. I see the Bears arguably going 10 and 6 next year. You I really are do. nuts. No, I'm not. You want to know why I'm not nuts? Why? Because, believe it or not, the Bears have one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league. This dude is better at coming in as a backup and winning games than he is as a starter. Okay. Also, also Andy Dalton, and it, it's, it's no small measure that you're with an offensive coordinator. So there's not going to be this huge curve learning curve. Andy Dalton is used to completing passes to wide receivers who are open, unlike Trubisky. Yes, and a- that's, a- that's the key. Right. A-Rob's 102 catches can easily be 115 to 120, 125. And Mooney should be even that much more uh, of, a, of a weapon next year coming in. And I think does, Anthony Miller... Does, does A-Rob even play at this point? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll play. Andy Dalton's a solid quarterback, dude. He, he okay. He's not a winner in that, in that vein, but he's not just complete trash that the what the bears have to do and this this is how we'll know whether or not the bears would be a 10 and 16 or a 6 and 10 team what they do with the offensive line and because because they did not give up any draft picks and they still have some money because they didn't spend a lot of money on a free agency they'll be able to get a free agent offensive lineman because a lot of them have been dropped because of these teams i had to get under the salary cap even the rams still have to get under the salary cap hell the bears do too the bears do too right but they'll have money to be able to get a free agent lineman, and with their first pick, if they're sensible, they should draft an offensive lineman with their first pick. That changes the dynamic. And then maybe a free agent running back out there lying around because the dude that the that the, uh, um, the Chiefs just let Damian Williams go. So he can come in, and Nagy, quote-unquote, knows how Damian Williams rolls. And that guy is a, is a good, strong backup running back that if Montgomery goes down, we can take over. So I'm telling you, they're in the Bears defense should be a more of an a more a more of an attacking defense than it was last year, and people aren't going to necessarily know how the Bears are going to be in terms of of trying to defend them. There's a lot of things going actually, unfortunately, in the Bears' favor in a weird kind of way. I can see them going ten and six. If, if I, our, I really if, can. If our line can protect Dalton, yes. All right, me, okay. Here, here we go. And, and, and you talk about a tight end that's going to be better. And I'm not sure if Jimmy Graham is coming back or not, but Cole Komet has shown that at least he's competent. So you've got some players in place, and then Tariq Cohen's coming back, which gives you a little bit more of a dynamic, a little more dynamism to your offense. So I, I, I really look at the Bears as being, as long as they don't beat themselves and Nagy becomes more of a CEO than a play caller and Bill Lazor is left with those duties, I'm seeing the Bears, the Bengals never had a defense like the Bears. So that defense can help out, you know, the occasional turnover here or there. 
So there's not it's mitigated. But, and the but Bears Glenn, have a better this, offense. This is not the same Andy Dalton that was going to Pro Bowls, though. He doesn't have to be. Not the same he, guy. He doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be great. He just needs not to be bad. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Dude, Trubisky was not great. And we he got a 29 and 21 record. All Trubisky could do is roll left and good. roll right. He, all he could do is roll right, throw a pass, and then run out of bounds when it's third and four and run for three yards. Andy Dalton is not that moronic. Andy Dalton knows how to get a pass to a tight end. Andy, the upside, the, here's the thing. The thing with Nick Foles, why it went so bad, is because the idiot offensive coordinator slash head coach kept calling plays like he had the offensive line from the Rams when they went to the Super Bowl or like the Bears, like 85 offensive line, that they could sustain these blocks while these receivers ran these really long, extensive plays. And so Foles was getting killed because nobody was getting open quick enough and he tried to get rid of the ball. And so he got killed. But you saw when Foles had a little bit of time or if he can manufacture some time by saying, hey, there's a blitz coming to my right. Everybody blocked to the right while I throw this quick pass to the left. When he did those things, we know, keep in mind, he was a quarterback when we beat the Bucs. We probably should have beat the Saints, to be quite honest with you, if it wasn't for bad coaching. And we had a chance to beat the Colts. But they're getting killed because the offensive line was garbage. And then once he sat down because, you know, he got knocked out of a game, Bill Lazor takes over, and all of a sudden now the Bears can run the ball. All of a sudden Montgomery's a weapon. All of a sudden Montgomery, who weeks chastised for not running 20 yards ever, breaks Man. off like an 80-yard run. So, I mean, look, as negative as those things are, objectively, if you look at some of the things, there are some aspects in place where if the Bears just don't do Bear stuff and just allow things to happen, and allow things to kind of, you know, flow and, 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 and you know, matriculate in terms of towards something as opposed to trying to stop the flow right away, they may have a strong chance with that defense, with a decent special team, starting in the kicker was, 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 was a good was Hey, a good we got deal. the kicker right, finally. Right, right. That was a good deal. The Bears still got to make some decisions when it comes to safety, and they need to get some quality depth at linebacker and – you know, obviously an offensive line, they probably need another wide receiver. And in my opinion, they need another running back in case Montgomery goes down. But those things can those things can be accomplished with the draft picks they have and with some some astute free agency moves. All right, let me ask you, let me ask you this now. Dalton's probably gonna play a good eight games before he gets hurt, right? <laughs> Foles is gonna play a good four <laughs> before he gets back. hurt. Or Dalton will come back. Yeah. Who's going to be the third string quarterback? Tyler Bray. I don't Kyle know. Trash. <laughs> Actually, no, Kyle Trask. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, Kyle Trask. Because here's the thing. Now the Bears have a chance to draft a quarterback. And these idiots have a chance to draft a quarterback who's at least competent enough that can at least give the illusion that, hey, we might be moving more towards a better future so, okay. because this guy understands the offense, blah, blah, Will blah. Will Trask be there in the second round? Yes, he'll be there in the second round. That late, you be. think so? Yeah, he'll be there. Yes, he'll be there. Because most teams don't have players of, already. Yeah. They'll yeah. have the quarterbacks already. Yeah. And they'll be focused on other positions. All Just keep him five quarterbacks are probably going top twelve at 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 yeah. least probably. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but no one else thing. really needs a quarterback after that. Nope. Not really. Outside of us. <laughs> Not really. They Outside really of us. They'll have, they'll, a lot of these teams will have their quarterbacks and they'll have their backup quarterbacks. I mean, you still got guys like Teddy Bridgewater who might be on somebody's team before the season begins, you know? Wait, he's, um, still, he's still on contract, isn't he? I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying I said before the season begins. 
Carolina. He's my point in is Carolina, right? He's in Carolina, yeah. so there's. But no they're reason. probably going to draft a quarterback, though. Right, they're probably going to draft a quarterback, but there's no reason for him not to be on the team when the draft happens. So there, my point is that Carolina is not going to be drafting a quarterback in the second round. I'm just thinking of teams that are ahead of the Bears when it comes to yeah. the second round again. Most of those teams are already have their first string quarterback, if not their second string. They're not going to be drafting a quarterback in the second round. They're going to be going for other things. The Bears are the Bears have a qu- two quarterbacks with one year left in their contract, basically. So they, they need to draft a quarterback if these idiots think they have a job next year. Well, they, they, have, to they have to. Well, they might want to think about having a quarterback in place that they can say, hey, you know, he's still learning. And I know we were 10 and six last year. We dropped to uh, eight and eight. But, uh, you know, future's looking bright, you know, that kind of spin. So, yeah, Trask will be there. If not, if Trask isn't there, because it's a, it's a potential, there's a possibility he won't be there. I think the Bears might wait until the third round and draft someone like Kellen Mond out of Texas A&M. Because he gives you that athletic appeal in terms of being able to run somewhat what Nagy likes in terms of having an athletic quarterback who can get outside the pocket and make passes. So I know I know it seems that, you know, like we all thought that they would get desperate and and do something outrageous. Do you see them? Do you see them getting desperate come draft day and trying to trade up? You don't see it. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. No, I, I don't. I think they shot their load trying to get uh, Russell Russ. Wilson, right? Mm-hmm. And I think they knew Deshaun Watson was they like you know that was like yeah maybe okay not so much, and they couldn't yeah. even convince a team like you know Seattle that that their 20th pick overall was worth having. I, I don't see them moving up to try and get a, a quarterback because that's going to compromise what to move up. They have to give up something that's going to compromise them winning this year. And they need to win this year. So no, I, I think they figure like, okay, we got, we got two good quarterbacks uh, in term and by good, that's a relative term, but in terms of these guys, if we can block for them, they know if all things are perfect. If all, things, if all things are good to perfect, those guys can win you games. Yeah, they're better. Simple as that. Yeah. Yep. The good thing, like I mean, like I said, I was down all day today about this shit. But, but coming on here, coming on here, and and yeah. really thinking about the fact that these guys, pace could pace could have really been like, hey, look, I'm going all in because this is win or go home for me. And he could have gave up Mac Fuller. 12 first round picks over the next 12 years. <laughs> he could have did something crazy that really could have had the next guy in bad I wonder, shape. I wonder so if, I, I'm I wonder, kinda like, hey. Oh go go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just like, hey, it's it could be a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if George McCaskey told him no. I don't think so. You don't think Tell so? Them no, on, no, because there, there's on, no on money mortgaging on mortgage in the future. No, there is no, there's no money involved in that regard. And if you don't have first round picks, to so be quite offered, honest with you, they offered three ones and and look, three twos. Look, if, if you're George McCaskey, you already know that they have bear fans like you. You gonna you gonna watch the games regardless, okay? Even if it's tough, you still gonna. I don't watch know. The games. I might be. I might be. Yeah, what a. Whatever, dude. You're going to watch the game. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. If you don't have first-round picks, that means you don't have to pay first-round money. 
So I don't think that would have been an issue. An issue would be, you know, if they're talking about we're going to sign somebody to an, uh, an extensive contract for X amount of years. Here's the thing, man. Seattle, it wasn't like Russell's a free agent. Seattle is like, look, man, we there is nothing out there. There's, there's no way we're going to set ourselves back because we're close. I mean, we're a playoff caliber team. Why would we set ourselves back to help you knuckleheads out? Right. I don't know. We got Russ. Now, maybe next year or the year after when his contract is getting down and and, you know, maybe we'll see what other, you know, options might be available since quarterbacks seem to be moving a lot more, at least according to this year. Maybe we'll see what's going on. But right now, we don't have to do that. And Russ just wants to be Russ, Russ just wants to be protected better. So we'll go into this year. We'll make sure we get some offensive linemen, either free agent, you know, draft picks, whatever the case is. Make Russ feel better. Make Russ because Russ signed off an offensive coordinator that the, that, that the uh, Seahawks have now. They got rid of Schottenheimer. So now they got a new offensive coordinator that Russ signed off on. Let's see how this plays out. So he wasn't going yeah. over. You had hope, but I mean, it was interesting to hear, but it's like, we didn't have, like, you got to offer them, you got to have a quarterback or a high draft pick for them to, like, I'm not getting rid of my franchise quarterback. and no, Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. You know, and, and, and one, you have the 20th pick. The quarterback you can offer me is fucking Nick Foles. Like, come on, man. That's the, like, well, well, I don't know if you remember me telling you. I said for the Bears to make any kind of moves to get someone like Watson, they're going to need a third team. Yeah, right. and 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 Dan Orlowski put uh put a yeah, I saw that. draft scenario, and I I thought it was interesting. Like, yeah, but who does Seattle get out of that? They they was getting Darnold. <laughs> they say they say that he was getting Carol Darnold likes, in three first round. Yeah, they picks. say Pete Carroll likes oh, I'm, Sam I'm, Darnold. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, not not that Seattle. I'm sorry. I meant to say who what quarterback were the Jets getting out of this? Because they would have given up their first first round pick. No, 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 no. no it they said they keep they, they would keep, they they would, keep they that pick. Keep their pick. It said they would keep they would that keep first round pick. pick. Right. They would get rid of the no no no. They're, no, they're, no, they're, no they're keeping their first they're keeping their second second first round pick. It said their second first round pick. Second first round pick. They're not keeping their number two pick. No, 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 yes, no, no, no. I can go. That's exactly, it's exactly yep. what it said. Yeah, I looked at it like five that. times to make sure. It certain. did say that. It did say that. And that's why I'm like, well, who do the Jets get a quarterback? Because their second first round pick isn't isn't in the top ten. <laughs> so, who do they plan on drafting at quarterback? It did say that. Here it is. Here it is. Right here. It's possible Russell Wilson trade. Bears get Russell Wilson. Jets get. Khalil Mack, second round pick, Cal Fuller, or Allen Robinson. Seahawks get Sam Darnold, three first round picks. Jets keep second 2021 sec, uh, first exactly. round pick. Exactly. And that's in the 20s. That's after that, the Bears. That is, that, is when, that is when I saw that part. I'm like, ah. No, wait. I'm looking at this right here. Hold on. Wait, it was wait, a potential wait. trade, though. It wasn't like it was real. Right. It's just Blosky's idea. It was an idea. <laughs> right. Let's just say it, it doesn't matter. It ain't happening. It's just not happening. Yeah. So that, yeah. It's we're, got flaws. We're arguing about something that will never take place. What if? Yeah. This is what life's come to. But freaking Andy, I, I'm sorry, man. Glenn, you're not going to get me uh, uh, hey, pumped up hey, about hey, Andy hey, Dalton being my quarterback hey. right now. I remember Maybe somebody. Last year, last year, I, I probably would have been all right. Andy Dalton, not bad. Not after watching him in Dallas, man. I don't know. Dallas was a bad situation, dude. They, they, they new head coach. They didn't get a chance to practice together. The offensive line was like what three or four of the guys didn't play. 
Yeah. Andy Dalton was coming off of COVID, so he wasn't even quite healthy when he first started. Zeke wasn't playing like he normally played. It, it, they were in shambles. Plus, the team was like, when he took over, this team was still mourning Dak Prescott being on. And the defense was god-awful. That defense oh. was bad. Because yeah. even, even the games Dak played, yeah, they yeah, scored, the- but they lost. And right. they won the game against Atlanta with Atlanta doing the dumbest, dumbest. <laughs> dumbest play you've ever seen in, in history of football. That was the only reason they won that game. Like they were, yeah. that defense was really bad. Got off, <laughs> really bad. So, so I don't put all that on, on Andy Dalton. I, look, man, all I know is a certain somebody whose first initials begin with E, last name initial begins with M, was not very high on the Bulls. And he didn't think the Bulls were a playoff caliber <laughs> team. I, I recall this. <laughs> we're, we're, Hey, he's like, you know where you're going to get me. oranges right now, man. <laughs> but, but, but what are apples and oranges? They're both fruit. So we're still in the same ballpark. I don't know. Hey, hey <laughs> you, you know what I say. I ain't saying I'm right. I just don't, don't think, think I'm, I'm wrong. wrong. Hey, speaking of those <sighs> bulls, man. Yeah. Second half of the, of the, uh, the season started and they look God awful. God, like it looked like the start of the season. Didn't I, it? Yeah, like, I, what the? Fuck? What is this? Marketing was just Marketing bad. It Carter really, was soft. It really looked like the start of the season. Oh my god! I was like, this, this is, this is bad. And then Billy Donovan, with um, the, the the wise man that he is. Start lineup up, put put Thad Young and and uh, Sato in there, Tomas Sadoransky, and the Bulls come out and they 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 look good against uh, who did they play Toronto. Toronto Toronto right against the Raptors Kyle Lowry yeah. and the Raptors, yeah. and then they came out tonight and put a whooping on 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 a bad OKC team. Mm-hmm. Uh, this say hey. hey, both teams were under yeah. five hundred though. Not bad. I think, he, I think he lit a lit a fire under under those guys, mm-hmm. um, and and you can see, man, after um, after the Toronto game, uh, Carter, you could definitely see, totally lost all confidence in, in, <laughs> in everything that 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 he could do, and I'm sure that had to. I mean, he got he got whooped up against uh, Orlando, and, and and Dwight Howard made him just look awful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm sure that that that. All that got to him, but it looks like uh, but coming it off the bitches, Yeah, it looks like it's working. It helps him. You, I mean, well, Dwight is the second unit big for. But did he start that game? Did Dwight start that yeah. game? Being he that he was game. out. Okay, right. so hey, <laughs> I mean, it just hey, look, you wait, just can't I'm handle. Sorry, wait, you wait, just can't handle Embiid or or Dwight. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said I said uh, against the Magic. It, it looked like Dwight Howard was. The Orlando version, <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, I loved the shakeup. I loved it. I mean, What'd for you one, now I I I know I was screaming for Kobe White to be a starter last year, and then when it came this year, a few games in, I was like, uh, I think he might be best coming off the bench because he's not a true point guard he's Vinny Johnson he's a scorer and so now you put Sato out there Sato I mean even though Pat Will ain't have 
a great game tonight. They blew OKC out, but it's no coincidence to me that he had a career game with Sato running the show because Sato is not looking for his shot. Sato is looking to get teammates involved. Of course, Zach is primary number one and two. But then with Kobe on the floor is priority number one and two, and then he's three. And and just get in how you fit in everybody else, basically. Yeah. You know, but, like, it it helped. And, you know, I was – I definitely was putting them two L's on Lori because we was looking real good without his ass and then come back (laughs) and we look like crap. But but the shakeup the shakeup really helped the shakeup really helped. Hey, I tell you what, Laurie dunked on. Uh, he definitely did. dunked on <laughs> him, Brown tonight. Him and, and Thad had some oh, man. some monster jabs today. And La- and Laurie gave him that look like yo, I'm a bad man. But yeah, I almost yeah. believed it. <laughs> I, I, I'm like you when it comes to Andy Dalton. He's not convincing me when it comes to Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that, that dunk was nasty. I got, I got to give it to him. Yeah, that was... yeah, he has one nasty dunk every other year or every year. Uh, you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, it's, you know, look, man, he's like the softest. I thought no whiskey was maybe the, you know, the most finesse. You know, softest in terms of just being a, you know, physically, you know, for your height to impose your will. I thought he was probably the most finesse guy I've seen. But you know, no whiskey had a killer streak in terms of just dotting your eye and scoring points. You couldn't mm-hmm. stop him. This dude, man, I can't. I, how do you go to the hole at seven feet tall and you fade away as you go into the hole? Like, constantly. Like, dude, go to the hole strong. Take some fools with That's you. Man, he's bigger than the whiskey. I mean, he's like, he's like, he's he's got some shoulders. You think so? Dude, he's got some shoulders, dude. He's, he's got some shoulders. He's not a he's not a skinny dude, man. And he play. you know why you think that? Because he plays like that. Right. He doesn't, I don't, I think. Laurie doesn't realize that he's seven feet tall. <laughs> Clearly. He I, I thinks think he's like he, a six one. He thinks, yeah, he thinks he's six three. Small forward. A yeah. six three small forward. He, he, he's he's a me, seven he footer looks, that doesn't he doesn't he realize he's so a seven footer. Slim though. But dude, he wears his weight well. He's probably like seven feet two sixty-five, two seventy. But yeah, yeah. His, his weight is yeah. so evenly distributed. That's what I'm saying. He's in such good health. It's like Dwight Howard doesn't look like he's you know, as heavy as he may be, he, you know, he's more sculpted, but he still always kept that weight off of him. Laurie, it's just yeah. his weight is so evenly distributed. He doesn't, you know, his, his, his upper torso and lower torso are pretty much balanced. He doesn't look heavier up top or lower, you know, or lower down top or whatever. He's just evenly distributed, but he just plays like, like, like Ed said, like he's a six, three, small four yeah. playing in a rec yeah. gym. You don't want to get hurt because you got to go to work later on tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing, I'm hearing, uh, it's annoying. Uh, that the GM is in on uh trading Laurie. On I'm I'm hope man need to be calling Cleveland well, Trey Laurie and, and Otto for Drummond, man. They need the, something. The good thing about having a new regime is that they aren't tied to any of these guys that are, yeah. that are on this roster yeah. right now. Yeah, except so, one. Uh, yeah, outside of Zach. No, outside of Pat, honestly. I mean, that's their drive pick. No, Zach. I mean, of course you, of course you tied with Zach. That's your all star. But I mean, I was gonna say outside of Zach and Pat, right? That you know, everybody else is on the table. Well, you know, to you guys' point with the lineup change, I I think what by putting those guys out there, Sato and then Thadjik, 
Fat I Johnson. Just, yeah. <laughs> 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 but by putting uh, T Young out there in Sato, basically what you did was you put facilitators out there. Yeah. Um, and it allowed, and now you have three facilitators out there because yep. obviously Zach can pass the ball, mm-hmm. but Sato and, and Thad, you've got, and not only that, but they're not the type of facilitators where their games override one another. One guy does it more so out of the post and, yep. you know, it, it, within the paint, and the other guy does it while in motion. And that allows Zach to be able to, you know, put up 15 out of 20 like he did today and be able to score 40 points. And that allows marketing to be able to kind of drift, unfortunately, around the perimeter. But every now and again, because Thad does some nice interior passing, if marketing is making a move towards the basket, he knows he's going to get a bounce pass or some type of pass mm-hmm. that's going to put him in a position to where he can score closer to the basket. So that's a great thing. The only problem is when they face a team that obviously is going to have a bigger presence in the middle, that's yeah. when they go run into some issues. Yeah, because that's how Pat Will had the great game. He got a lot of them dump-offs from Thad. Mm-hmm. Dunks and then Sato driving, catching them, cutting. Right. Lay up stuff like that. So yeah. yeah hey, Thadric was man. He he had that behind the back to Zach today he in the corner. The corner. Yeah. yeah, that was bad. That was yeah. nice. Thadric. Nice, Thadric. Every time I hear it, every time I hear it, I I'm like, it sounds too much like tragic. I'm like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hey, good good stuff for them, man. They got San Antonio coming up uh, yeah, back to back, and yeah, yeah. Get, get to twenty and twenty, get, man. Get to the, yeah, and then get, I can get, I can buy I can buy these uh, portillo yeah, beef sandwiches. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta save up my money first, though. <laughs> yes, sir. Gotta save up. Hey, let's move on to the other uh, buckets. That's the NCAA tournament that started. Well, no, 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 no. Before that, I'm sorry. Let's talk some DePaul. Let's let's, let's talk some DePaul basketball first. Um, After a rough 5-14 and season that, you know, um, and a tough year for them, man. They had a a couple of uh, shutdowns through COVID and that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. But uh, after a 5-14 and season, Dave Lato was let go uh, in his second stint as head coach at DePaul. Um, For me, and I, and I know, Glenn, Glenn, you remember back when the, the, the Paul Blue Demons were the basketball team in this town. They were bigger yes. than the Bulls. Yes. I came in in an era that MJ was there, so the Bulls uh, leapt over DePaul, but DePaul was still good. You know, I grew up watching it. I was a huge DePaul fan when, when Ross Strickland was there, and mm-hmm. uh, Dallas Cumbergees, and then right. later on with David Booth, Kevin Edwards, and Tom Kleinschmidt. And now you look at DePaul, and it's just a man. They might as well be a Division three team at this point, man. <laughs> yeah, you're who right. Who can they? Who can they bring in to resurrect this program? Well, you know what? I whoever they bring in, they don't have to worry about following the guy that just left because you talked about last year. But let's not forget that this dude came back in 2015, and since then his overall record was 69 and 112. So it wasn't just this season. He's had some pretty bad seasons. You know, I think they finished last four out of the five years in the in the big in the uh, Big East Conference. Yeah, so yeah. He, he's had a you know string of unsuccessful seasons. So to answer your question, I mean they can just you know stay up north and just look across you know the river or the lake or whatever at <laughs> uh, or down the street and down the street, uh, yeah 
down the street at Loyola and Porter Moser. I mean, he doesn't have yeah. to move his family. You know, he can still yeah. stay here. And his recruiting base is still the same that he's been using. But DePaul's amenities are better now uh, with the Wintrust uh, situation. So that's that's better than it had been. Uh, and that's 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 a positive. And he's got his own winning record. And if it, if Loyola does well and finishes, you know, at least, at least wins a one round. I mean, if they do, they're probably playing Illinois, and who knows what's how that's going to play out. But oh, I mean, I, they I hate that. Play out. But but they are they are good enough, you know. And then yeah, they, they have they could, they could beat them, right? Right, and they have shown that they they have some capabilities of being able to uh, to take down big teams. But anyway, he's proven to be a, a solid coach, so people know who he is. And I think that's probably something that a lot of people in the city of Chicago are are open to, and like, hey, that'd be cool. But I also think that uh, Dennis Gates, you know, he's the head coach of Cleveland State. He's a Chicago guy, you know. Um, his name kind of resonates with parents of kids who will be drafted or not drafted, but recruited. Um, I think he can get into the front door um, of a lot of people's homes. And I think he'll have the ear of a lot of the coaches within the, the city as well. And you know, that's the lifeblood of, of recruiting, you know, is convincing those coaches that, hey, you know, the kids, not the coaches, but also some of the AAU coaches as well, who are who are local too. So I think that would be a good move. Um, the only person I don't, or the main person I don't want to see, because I heard his name thrown out there, is the uh, one of the assistant coaches on Illinois' basketball team, Orlando uh, Antigua. I think is his name. Is that the guy that's always? He's like always by the coach. I wonder if that's the guy. He's always saying yeah, it may be, but this dude had like, I forget where he coached that, but he had a, a losing record on, I think it was South Florida. Maybe he had a losing record on top of the fact that there was some allegations, you know, of wrongdoing that he didn't know anything about his brother got accused of it all, but he didn't know his brother was doing anything. Sure. He didn't. It's like, look, dude, you can have allegations, but you should be winning. If you have allegations and you're losing horribly, I still don't, I don't want you anywhere near my team, <laughs> you know? So, and if there's some talk that, Navy and an outside Rod Strickland. And I, I think, you know, as mentioned how, you know, people remember him, like I said, that'll get into the, into the front doors of a lot of people's homes here because they'll remember yeah. Rod Strickland as a DePaul player or if nothing else as an NBA player. But I think to me, the top two people would be Dennis Gates and, or, or Porter, Porter Moser, number one, and Dennis Gates, number one and two. Where is Rod Strickland right now? Uh, is he here at UConn? No, 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 no. He was at UConn, right? I forget. I forget who he's coaching with. Hold now. on, pull it up right now. He was at UConn, though, right? Was uh, uh no, nah, because he was he was with so. Patino. No, who was that at UConn? That wasn't Rod Strickland. That was no, uh, that's a different cat. He was with Patino he, for a while, and then Pacino. he was with uh, he was with uh, um, he, he was at Kentucky. But he was I don't at Kentucky know with uh, with Calipari. Right. And then and, he ended up at uh, one of the Florida schools. Well, I think he was with this guy, Orlando. That's what it was. He was with Orlando or, or, or Antigua, the guy who's uh, who's uh, one of the assistant coaches on Illinois at South Florida when they had that really bad record. Yeah, he okay. was. He was, and that's why I'm like, I'm like, well, if I'm going to take a coach, mm. I, I would take Rod Strickland. I wouldn't take Antigua. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he he doesn't have I, the head I don't coaching know if he's career. No, no, no. Well, no, no, as an assistant. assistant. As an assistant. He was right. at South Florida as an assistant. Right, under Orlando Antigua. That, that would be interesting. I'm thinking about Strickland coming back. 
I mean, he, you know, the Paul alum helps the city of Chicago, you know, like I said, guys who are parents now would remember him. And so they, you know, like I said, getting into the front door, basically what we're trying to say is well, Paul has a recruiting issue. And they I, well, the recruiting recruit issue is that they, that long ago, um, uh, during, and this goes back to the Joy Meyer years. Yeah, Prop 48. They messed they up. Got a, yeah, they got, they got away from, from the public league. Mm-hmm. They got, mm-hmm. they, they, they got a little snooty. They got a little yeah, persnickety. Yeah. And it actually started, I mean, it, it started, it actually starts with Rod Strickland. They said, you know what, we're going to go national. And so Rod Strickland is a New York kid. Mm-hmm. And so they got, you know, they got all these kids from across the country and they right. forgot about Chicago. So guys at home. Dallas and then, G's, Ty Corbin, guys yeah. like that. And then uh, Pat Kennedy came in after, after Joey Meyer got let go. Pat Kennedy comes in and he embraced the public league again. He went out and he got Q and he got Lance Williams. And, mm-hmm. and by hey, that's a le- public league. You- <laughs> allegedly, Glenn, allegedly. We don't, we don't know that for sure. But, uh, but then after that, I mean, they, they got away from it, from, from the public league again. Mm-hmm. Um, now they got, they got uh, Charlie Moore now. Who is from? Uh, he's Morgan but Park. He's kid. A, yeah, but he's a transfer, transfer, transfer. What you mean? <laughs> Cal, Kansas, DePaul. No, but he's still. I mean, they still. You know. No, I get it. But he's saying that initially is what you're saying. He's, he yeah, he, yeah. he's but he's still a publicly kid though. He's still he's a, a publicly kid that that stumbled onto them. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> but, he, but the important thing is they 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 got him. They got him. <laughs> You and know, unlike, unlike unlike the unlike the Morgan Park guys that is at the other university, that's the the yeah. other Illinois school who was a number one seed. You know, like they went there, yeah. developed there, yeah. You know, like so that's all I'm saying. Well, that's my, the, the key is it's not even really, <laughs> at this point though. It's not even the public league though. It's really just getting the AAU guys. It's really just that, trying to keep the talent it. in the state. Keep it in the state, yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine John, if Liddell was at Illinois and not Ohio yeah. State. Yeah. yeah, John John Shire's name's come up too. I forgot to mention that. That would yeah, be interesting. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be too of, much against that. I'm tired of Duke coaches getting jobs because they do coaches and not doing anything. Just look up at Northwestern. But anyway. <laughs> hey, speaking, you know what? Speaking but, of but I. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go I, I do think Loyola's coach would be my priority number one. I do I like think, what he's doing. I don't think he leaves Loyola. Why leave? They pay. Uh, they they paying him. They paying him seven figures. Yeah. Well, he's only he got him to a final four. He can't. Well, yeah. yeah. What, what's the Paul going? What's the Paul going to give him? Uh, I mean, it's. I think it's a bigger conference. Uh, uh, it is a bigger conference. A bigger conference. It is the more biggest. exposure. You know, like. I mean, going and knock down Pat Ewing. Less less worries though at DePaul. Though. I mean, not at DePaul at Loyola. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Either think big or stay home. So we'll see that's, what happens. That's true too. That's true too. Hey, speaking of with with with, uh, uh, and it's, I'm just throwing this out there. You brought up John Shire's name and all the Duke guys. I always had this <laughs> this uh, this vision that when Coach K decides to give it up, mm-hmm. that there's going to be this Hunger Games fight to the death <laughs> between all the former Duke guys. <laughs> Who would win that battle? Between Christian Laidner. 
John Shire and Johnny Johnny Dawkins. Johnny Dawkins and and um uh who's my man at my man at Harvard, Tommy Amaker. Tom, Tommy Amaker. Um uh, uh, uh Jeff Capel, not Jeff mm-hmm. Capel. Is it is Jeff or yeah, Jeff Capel? Yeah, Jeff Capel. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about his brother, Jason Capel, who went to Carolina. Uh, uh Jeff Capel and, and Wojo and Chris Collins at Northwestern. Who wins that battle? I think Wojo probably ends up getting it. I think Dawkins and Amaker are too old now. I mean, Coach Coach K is gonna outlive everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think I think Wojo would be in line to get it. But what's he what's he done in Marquette? I don't has has he been to the tournament yet? I think so. Okay. I think so. But yeah, I don't know. Hey, maybe it's Shire. <laughs> I mean, whoever's the youngest, most capable person. Yeah, I mean, maybe Shire doesn't come here. He's like, nah, thanks. I'll pass with the Paul. I'll stay here. Right, I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna stay right next to Coach K. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, just just throwing that out there. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, speaking uh, of, they're not in the tournament this tournament. year, they're right? Not, they're not. They're not. Or Kentucky. I had a rough season. Wow. I rem- you remember when we was talking about them potentially trying – well, they canceled all their non-conference games. Oops. And, and y'all told me that I was ahead of myself saying <laughs> Coach K was – you know, I, I felt that he was trying to avoid losses. And then they got in conference where he couldn't avoid the males. <laughs> Actually, they they, they were starting to heat up. Pick it up a little bit. They were starting to heat up, but they I would have they, had to win a big the uh, ACC tournament to get in. Yeah. I think they would. They would have been a dangerous team. Um, had had they continued, you don't yeah, think they, so? They wasn't going because they would have been. They would have been. They would have been a, a, a twelve or thirteen going in. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have. They would have. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But had, they, had they got in. They, they had to win the ACC tournament, though. Right. I'm saying had they had they won the ACC tournament, they, they would have been a they would have been a a, a lower seed. Yeah. So they would have been probably a, an eleven through eleven. I'll say since looking at Michigan State and UCLA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say they have been eleven. That eleven, that eleven, that eleven six matchup, man. That that's dangerous. Yeah, that that could have been them. They might have even had to play in, maybe playing at MSU or UCLA, being that spot, being in the East, going up against yeah. BYU. Yeah, they might have, they might have been that spot, maybe, maybe, they, maybe it would have been them instead of UCLA, or them instead of an MSU. You know, keep pointing them out, maybe be a play in. I don't know, or maybe if they go to the Midwest, maybe they're playing San Diego State. Maybe that would have happened. Syracuse wouldn't have made it. That's probably what would have happened. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of which, speaking of the, the the bracket here, so uh, Gonzaga's the overall number one, which is amazing. Overrated. Boom, boom. I don't know, man. Jalen Suggs. They're they pretty got, good. They got man. that difference maker hey, finally. Gonzaga yeah. has finally okay. done in real life what uh, what I used to do in uh, the video <laughs> game, <laughs> where you take a mid major and then you make yeah. them the number one seed. Right. 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 Okay. They, they've done it, man. They they've got they, the program now. Yeah. Man. This this Zag team is different from to me because they have that one kid mm-hmm. that is a difference maker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they never had a difference maker before. Not man. No, not no goddamn Adam Morrison. Adam Morrison. Yeah. <laughs> How you want no difference maker? He was for co- collegially speaking, not in a pro. Hey, for collegially speaking, I'm talking about a pro. Jalen Suggs is a pro. What about the brother that's playing for the uh, Wizards? Pat, uh, Precious Ochichawa. 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 Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not him. No, not him. The Wizards? Other dude. 
Who else? They got two. Yeah. Saga guys. I can't Who remember else? his name. It starts with an H. Hachachura, something yeah, like that. Yeah, Precious Hachachura. Precious. That's his name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he, changed, <laughs> he changed his hairstyle then, huh? <laughs> yeah. That threw me off. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Yeah, him. He's the difference maker. He ain't no Jalen Suggs, man. That Jalen Suggs is bad, man. That's a yeah, bad boy. We'll, we'll see. I just bad boy. I, I, look, man, I think they'll get to the Elite Eight, but that's about it. Man, that's uh, about it. Yeah. So you got who you got them losing to? Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. Kansas is not as not as strong as, as they, they normally are. The Big 12 is a tough conference, man. They put a hurting on Kansas this year. Um, just saying, it's a tough conference. I think you get I think teams that do well in the tournament are the ones that play the tougher schedules. That's why Michigan State's always a challenge. You know, they may take their lumps early on, and Kentucky may take some of their lumps early on. North Carolina might take some lumps early on, but they become tournament tested because they had these tough games. And I think that's I don't think the Zags had a tough had a tough tough go of it. I really don't. I think that that'll that'll play out. At least that's my theory. I mean, I, 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 most of my picks are based on teams that had tough schedules, and if they had a better than, you know, better than above average winning uh, record against some top ten teams. But you, you definitely but, have Norfolk State. So you have Kansas as a Final Four team. I do. I was gonna say you definitely have Norfolk State beating. I mean, uh, uh, Gonzaga getting past Norfolk State though, right? <laughs> Just barely. But yes. <laughs> Just barely. <laughs> Or no, like you know, shining moment, three point shots. <laughs> hey, Norfolk, Norfolk actually, um, they got a win in the tournament of, uh, some years back with um, they beat Missouri with yeah, uh, what's my man from the Knicks, um, Kyle O'Quinn. Okay, 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 Kyle O'Quinn. I think I remember that that Norfolk State, Norfolk yeah. State team. They took they took Missouri to overtime and uh, beat them in overtime. Yeah, well, that was then. This is now. <laughs> <laughs> so, any uh, any any upsets you guys see in terms uh, of? I'm looking at I, them. I'm like, man, some of these, you know, uh, with everything that was going on with COVID and everything, I don't think I watched as much college basketball as I normally do. Same here. Yeah. And same. Yeah. I have one though. What you got? And and if you like watching like. The, all the TV shows and stuff, sports shows. This team is a real popular pick, but I think they have one of the toughest first round matchups of like the one or two seeds. Uh-huh. I'm looking at Iona over Alabama. Ooh, over. I wouldn't over. pick. I wouldn't pick Iona on the bracket, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. it's a reason they were a nine seed in their conference tournament, and it showed who their coach is. In that conference tournament, like I told you, is I, I talk to Jordan a lot now, like and like he keeps me updated on that stuff. So like they were they ran through that conference tournament, man. So whatever whatever Rick is doing, <laughs> that's a scary yeah. team. In he my got, opinion, he got them tournament ready, huh? That's a scary team, in my opinion. I, I agree with you. I, I I hesitated when I made the pick. I'll be I'll be for real. <laughs> I, was, I was like, ooh, I'm like. That's a tough one, but I'm just going to have to go with yeah. – and, and the coach Alabama's yeah. done a phenomenal job yeah. too, so – and he just has better talents. I'm going to go with the team with more talent. And that's and that's what it comes down for for me, but it's like if yeah. there's one I can see, whoo. That, 
You know what, though? Funny as you say, it's funny that you mentioned that, but I think that'll be the type of game that will wake Alabama up quicker than it will other teams. Mm-hmm. And that'll be the one where, like, man, we survived this. And then it'll be like uh, Tyus, Tynus Edney at UCLA, <laughs> you know, and next thing you know, these cats are playing for the national championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I guess my craziest pick, and I actually put this one down, I got Colgate upset in Arkansas. Ooh. That's my craziest upset. Colgate only lost one game this year, right? Yeah, and they both like to both both teams like to get up and go. Arkansas and Colgate. That's that's gonna be like first person to 110 points. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. I got I got I got two. One because I'm just a you know I'm 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 against this coach right now. But yeah, I, got, I, uh, I picked them too. <laughs> I picked them too. <laughs> Pick the uh, I got UC Santa UC, Barbara. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I did have them. As, I got them as well. I got them as well. UC Santa Barbara over Creighton, just because. I got them as well. Um, and it looks like Creighton isn't really responding too well since that. Well, they got to the finals. They got to the final of their conference, right? Yeah, Georgetown put a smashing on them. They did. But um, the other. I'm going with my Big South brethren, Winthrop over Villanova. That was one that I looked at as well. I changed that. I put Winthrop at first, then I said no, because Villanova. I think their point guard is is missing, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just part of me feels like Villanova still has enough championship mentality. You know, now, I know a lot of these guys were on the probably none of these guys were on the on their national championship teams, but. I think the coach has done well enough that he knows how to navigate a team like Winthrop and and not lose to them. But but I, I don't dismiss the fact that that could very well happen. <laughs> yeah. That's well, yeah. Which is I, I finally see why um us Hampton alums, we were a little miffed when uh we moved to the Big South from the MIAC. But I think part of the reason is you see Winthrop here, they they win the conference tournament, they get a 12 seed. If we were in the MIAC, that's an automatic playing 16. game right there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. As you see, TSU is playing. Yeah, why why is that, man? Both HBC it is it happens every year. The HBCU teams are always in the playing game. <laughs> it's not right, man. It's not right. <laughs> I think the, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Not right. Hey, what's your who who are your final four teams? Uh, when we start, uh, you start off, yeah. So, I have I'm gonna start with the good side first. I have <laughs> I have Baylor and Illinois, okay. I have Gonzaga, and I know it sounds like I'm going all ones, but no, I got LSU coming out the east, okay. Ah, okay, AC, wow, all right. Interesting. I'm okay. not sold on Michigan. Uh, without Dale Brown on me. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just not sold on Michigan. And they're without one of their top guys. And watching them play Ohio State and the guy dribbled the ball down for 30 seconds and decided to take a step by three in a one-point game. <laughs> I just hope they lose their first-round game because of that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I I I I was able to catch the LSU Alabama uh, SEC championship game, and I, I liked what I saw from LSU, and I think 
I actually think them two see each other in the uh, Elite Eight. Okay. And I think LSU gets them. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I I struggle with that one. I, I end up going with Florida State instead of LSU, but I thought initially I thought LSU because I did. I like what I saw from LSU, too. But then I'm like, man, Florida State, it just it's been a solid program the last few mm-hmm. years. They just they got pros who sit on the bench, man. Who like six who like the six man, like Pat Will <laughs> and like the cat that's the, the six man now coming off the bench. He's like, hey, one thing that I find myself in Florida State is like, damn, I wish it was a tournament last year. Yes. Like, yes. That's, that's my main thing yeah. with Florida State. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, that being said, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat what you re- what you said. I'm full agreement with you. I got Baylor coming out of the South. Um, I got Illinois coming out of Midwest. Uh, as I said earlier, I've got Kansas beating Gonzaga to get to that spot, and I picked Alabama. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I've got uh, I've got Gonzaga coming out of the out of the West. Um, I've got Florida State coming out of the East. Mm-hmm. I've got Baylor mm-hmm. uh, coming out of the South, and Illinois, the Fighting Illini, coming out of the uh, out of the Midwest. Um, I've got Gonzaga and Illinois in the final, mm-hmm. with Illinois winning it all. Yeah, your Homerism never ceases <laughs> to amaze me. I, man, they hey. they gotta they they gotta win it at some point, man. I tell you uh, this, I tell you this, they win it all. The reason will be Andre Carbello. Man, that dude's nice. He's he nice. Will be the reason why. I tell you, they got they got a hard potential Sweet Sixteen matchup though. If they run into Kay Cunningham, oh my God, <laughs> in Oklahoma State, <laughs> that's the one game that I whoa, fear. Whoa, for whoa, 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 whoa. They got to get past Tennessee first, man. Okay, State, what, what you talking about, man? I, I said if they run if they run into him, just just that kid there is, he's the uh, definite hey, Glenn, number one I, pick. I hate to tell you this, but I got I got the Beavers of Oregon State taking out Tennessee. Oh, in round one. he got y'all losing early. First, yeah, first round. That, that yeah. tw- you, you fell for the, the 12 5 banana in the tailpipe. Okie doke. Huh? <laughs> hey. that's I actually that's... do. It's, it's a tough one. I, I, I struggle picking Tennessee twice. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think my homerism showed a little bit too because I was like, ooh, Oregon State, that's a tough matchup. Why could they play Georgia Tech or Liberty? Um, yeah, Oregon State can very well beat them. And, and you're right. Uh, the brother at OK State could, you know, but that, that's the reason why I didn't pick them because I think Tennessee, they play good enough defense that they can stop one man. Okay. You know, yeah. I don't know how much better Oklahoma State is in terms of, you know, s- distributing the wealth offensively. So I'm hoping that Tennessee's defense, because Tennessee's not that good from three-point land. I, I said that at the beginning of the year, and that held up true all year. Um, but I'm hoping Tennessee's defense and, and, and them playing a tough schedule, uh, I, I'm hoping that that will get them through. Um, to play and that, not only that, but I just want to see them play Illinois because that way I can I can bet Kendall, you know, just just rile up some stuff. We can go Tennessee, Illinois, and you know if he loses, he's got to wear Tennessee jersey, and if I lose, I got to wear Illinois jersey. Would you, would you wear Would you wear his uh, his blue Illinois Kendall Gill jersey? 
Yeah, you know what, dude? The funny thing is, if Illinois Tennessee play, I feel like I'm one. You know, it's 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 my home state and the school I went to. So I mean, it's like okay, it's a win win in that regard. I I really can't root against either team in that in that instance. So who you got? Who you got winning it all? Oh, I'm I sorry. Have, I have uh I have Illinois winning it all over Gonzaga. All right. I, I I think this year the Big Ten the Big Ten got to do it this year, man. Got to do it this year. Yeah. I was about that's... to say I know I didn't mention this upset, but I know you both guys was high on Florida State, but Ohio. Oh, Ohio's pretty good. Ohio is pretty good. I that that's a game I'm 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 back and forth on like Virginia. That, yeah, is that who they got? Yeah, they got Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong. Yeah. I'm looking at the wrong bracket right now. Yeah, I I picked Ohio. Yes. I agree. Yes. I agree. Yes, yes. I picked Ohio. Yeah. Virginia yeah. hasn't. Virginia has kind of been weird, and whenever Virginia is weird, they don't do well. Yeah, we saw that when I picked their ass and they lost <laughs> first game of the turn, first number one, and then come back the next year and win it all. Yeah, right, like what type right. of wild, <laughs> weird. <laughs> that it's was crazy but uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you my championship this is the reason why I'm going to beat both you guys because you guys are stuck on Illinois I mean come on man you y'all, y'all from Chicago y'all you should got, know better you got y'all should know better Alabama, don't you? I got Baylor Alabama playing yeah and I got Baylor Baylor's been coming down to earth to me They early on they were my pick yeah, they whooped Illinois earlier this year. They were yeah. my pick, but as of late, they've been coming down to earth. Exactly, which is the reason why I picked them because they've had that low where they've come down. Yeah, and now they now they can kind of just win those five or six games and win the whole thing. I think it's six games or whatever, with everything. So, I, if they had kept at that same pace, it's like man, at some point you guys are going to have yeah. a low, which is why twenty six and old to me for the Zags. I'm like, yeah, okay, y'all y'all right for y'all right for a loss, y'all right for a loss. <laughs> Hey, before before we go, let me. I want to add, bring this question to you guys. Uh, you all went to school out out of state, and I'm sure, like I grew up an Illinois fan and a DePaul fan. Uh, I don't know about you guys. DePaul, both, both. Okay, all right. Uh, I just, I just watched. You just watched. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't have a team. I didn't really have. I didn't really have a college uh, basketball team. I, I oh. definitely will root for the Illinois schools. You know, to do well, but I wasn't really like devoted to them. See, those teams weren't dominant like they were when we were, you know, when, 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 yeah, we, when you I know, was like, yeah, yeah, we were yeah. coming up. Those teams were dominating to, and just yeah. like, well, you no, talk- Smoke would have been, he would have been high school age when, uh, when D Brown and, yeah, and that was Williams it though. And, and I picked one. against them in I the said, championship game. I said teams, plural. Yeah, yeah. They, they had one, one season, only, one they great one season. season. Yeah, no sustainable. Well, no, what about the um the 2001 team went to the with, Elite uh, Eight? You talking they about were with, number one team uh, with Frank, Frank Williams, Williams, Sergio McLean, and those guys. I liked them. I liked them. Yeah. But I wasn't the like I was I was really into the D Brown Illinois team. And even then though right I, at, right even after though I that, picked them to lose in that championship game. They had uh they had Brian Cook. They had some stop, they had a decent stop, team. Stop, stop. We're talking dominating sustainability like the Paul when we were growing up. Paul in Illinois. We're talking pros coming left and right. We're talking top five picks coming left and right out of those organ, out of those, out of those, out of those programs. 
left and right. Uh, Cummings, McGuire, uh, uh, <laughs> Gill, Anderson. Here, my, my question. My question is, can you have more than one team to cheer for come tournament time? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That that's that's okay with you guys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, right. I'm I'm just, pissed. I'm pissed that Illinois and Loyola will meet. I'm playing, yeah. Tomorrow. I'm with you on that one. I was like, man, that's salty. I, when I saw that, I was hot. Like, yeah. Yeah. It pissed me off. They did that on purpose. <laughs> well, clearly. Yeah, I think most people find themselves rooting for, you know, if they went to a school, clearly. But also, but yeah, like my number one now is Hampton. Hampton is my number one. And see, I know Grambling will hardly ever. <laughs> get you guys to have this. been to the tournament before, right? Not in, I won't say in my lifetime because I don't know, but I know from the time that I've become familiar with Grambling. So now, no. Well, we and the best chance they had, they like I said a few years ago, they won the regular season. They dominated the regular season, but wasn't postseason eligible. So <laughs> we sell we celebrated uh, the twenty year anniversary of Hampton's upset of Iowa State in the first round yesterday. So uh, proud moment for this Hamptonian. But no, I I, I I heard some chatter about hey you you can't you can't have more than one uh, one college team and if you don't cheer for their football team too then you're not a real fan you know I think those are idiots oh, oh wow <laughs> well 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 I definitely can't cheer for no Illinois uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, team because I definitely don't cheer for U of I uh, I've never heard that I, I think generally a lot of people. You know, they pick a team, and if I think because of the tournament, because you, you know, your team can be gone tomorrow, I think a lot of people actually pick the team in the conference that the team plays in. Unless yeah. They, unless they hate a team. Like, you know, if, like if you're an Illinois fan, you're not going to root for Michigan. If you went right. to Illinois, right. you're not going to root for Indiana. But, you yeah. know, Iowa, okay. They, they, mm-hmm. Wisconsin, okay. Carry the banner. Michigan State, yeah. carry the banner. You know, so yeah. it's kind of like a carry the banner if my team can't make it. So, you know, I think that's, that's kind of how people kind of go, you yeah. know. Definitely root for the conference. I'm being that from Big Ten, Big Ten country. Basically, I root for Big Ten teams. Like I I will say this: Norfolk State is is our one of our bitter rivals at Hampton. I will be cheering for Norfolk State against Gonzaga. Well, no, no, no. Excuse me. They got to play. They got to beat Appalachian State State first. first. Yeah. (laughs) So I will be cheering for them against Appalachian State, and then if they win that game against Gonzaga, so uh, so yeah. Shout out to the to the Spartans of Norfolk State. Behold the green and gold. <laughs> hey, that'll do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoking the GM podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. We don't take it lightly. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And you can also catch us at hp53productions.com. You can find a link to our podcast. Uh, and with that, hey, Glenn, please take us out. Okay, it's tournament time. So listen to what we say because, you know, we don't think that we're necessarily right. We just know that we're not wrong. <laughs> That's right. We'll catch you next week.